kashat. Booyah kashat. We are back. Game pick fantasy basketball. I'm your host, Robin Marks. Welcome back to Game Pick. So happy, so happy to see you. I want to say it's very important that you guys keep your ears open because there's some big announcements coming very soon. But as always, please make sure you connect with me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Game Pick Podcast. If you love fantasy sports, dynasty, um, you know, roto, categories, points leagues, fantasy football, we're probably going to do a few videos on that, but this is really a fantasy basketball channel. That's what we're all about. If that is your jam, please consider subscribing on all platforms. Now, today's episode is very special. We're doing a live episode. So whether you're watching this live with us or if you are, in fact, watching a replay, what I'm going to do is go over the dynasty rankings, the dynasty rankings for 2022-2023. So I want to make sure that we have this all good here. I got some stuff I want to clean up. Very exciting. Um, with that being said, um, I looked all over the internet. So I have my rankings from last year. However, I did not include the rookies that were recently drafted in this 2022 draft. The Chet Holmgreens of the world, Jaden Ivies, et cetera, uh, Paolo Bencero, et cetera. So they're not included in my dynasty rankings. So I was like, well, you know what? Let me kind of get a starting point. I don't want to just go right into it and just like make up my own rankings without looking at what else is happening out there. You know what I'm saying? So I went and I looked in my normal place, which is hashtag basketball. If you guys don't know hashtag basketball, it is one of the most um, reliable sources for fantasy um, data and rankings for all platforms. Um, but they didn't have the rookies. They have uh, dynasty rankings for rookies, but they don't have them included in the overall pool of dynasty uh, players in their rankings. So I was like, man, that's off. Well, let me check somewhere else. So then I checked uh, Dynasty ADP, which is another very valuable resource on Twitter. They have some rankings, but again, their rankings did not include the rookie. So I was kind of like, man, it really is early because folks are probably waiting to see what's happening with the NBA Summer League to kind of get a better idea of what these rookies bring to the table. With that said, I found the rankings on Fantasy Pros. Fantasy Pros actually had rankings that included the rookies. So what we're going to do is today go through a bunch of those. Maybe we'll go over to the maybe the top 50. Um, I don't want to make a guarantee depending on how much time we spend on each player. It might be, be a longer video. I'm okay with that. The wife and kids are in the mountains. Daddy's at home doing some work. And also I had a little extra time to create some content for you. So I figured instead of doing a, you know, uh, dressed up, polished, edited video, I figured let's just go live, rip the Band-Aid off, and create some content for the fantasy basketball community. With that said, let's jump into the rankings. So as you can see here in uh, fantasy 
uh, fantasypros.com, they actually have their rankings here. So number one is Nikolai Jokic. Jokic is hands down the unanimous favorite for number one in most people's dynasty rankings. I'd, I'd even go as far as saying that he is the number one player for all platforms and all you know types of fantasy sports. So whether you're playing points, leagues, categories, dynasties, everything, like he's the number one guy. And that's kind of like the general consensus. And I think the top three are kind of um, also pretty, pretty um, consistent across the board. Number two is Giannis. And uh, number three is Luka Doncic. So um, earlier, or actually last season, Luka Doncic was as high as number two on hashtag fantasy basketball's rankings. And I had him number two in my rankings uh, as well. And the reason I had Luka higher than Giannis was basically off of his age. He's he's younger than both the, the Joker and the Freak. And I think his youth gives him a little more value in dynasty because as a younger player his if he's at his peak now he's actually going to get better Giannis appears to be approaching you know his prime and there's no telling how many years of this level production we'll get from him where it is absolutely positively you know a fact and a guarantee as long as Luca stays healthy as long as long as he stays healthy, keyword being healthy, the sky is the limit for that young man. I could see him getting, you know, to a LeBron James level of success in his career if he can stay healthy. So I would personally put Luca at number two uh, until further notice. But uh, here on Fantasy Pros, they have him as number three. Um, number four is Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is falling in a lot of uh, rankings, not just dynasty rankings, but redraft rankings as well. And I think it has a lot to do with the recent trade with um, Rudy Gobert landing on the Timberwolves. And some people may be believing that Rudy's presence is going to have a negative effect on Carl's um, fantasy value. I don't know if I agree with that. I think having him high as, um, you know, High as number four on this is not a stretch. I think it's reasonable and, you know, it's not a bad argument. However, you know, there are some other players on the come up who might be able to move into that spot um, down the line. So I'm okay with that. Uh, again, some other platforms don't agree with that, but, you know, I'm, I'm cool with it. Number five is Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum had a huge leap last year. Um, statistically, he started off a little slow and in fantasy, he wasn't the most consistent, but his real life, uh, success making it to, to the NBA finals will translate into higher fantasy production in my opinion. So I'm, I'm also okay with Jason Tatum being here at five, number six, uh, fantasy pros has Trey young ranked number six on their fantasy basketball dynasty rankings. So Trey is one of those players for fantasy that. He's going to put up a ton of numbers. The, the only concern I have about Trey is his ability to stay healthy and also produce at this level at his size. So, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why the epic Luka Doncic, uh, Trey Young trade happened because maybe, 
you know, Trey, his physical, you know, his physical um, makeup is not as NBA ready as, say, a Luka Doncic. However, I still believe that at that size, he can still produce for the long term. So six, I probably wouldn't have him as high as six, but I'm not mad at it. Next up, we have at number seven, LaMelo Ball. This is high for LaMelo. I think LaMelo has a lot of people convinced based on these uh, highlight reels that we get from him. And again, he is uh, an absolute superstar. Like, I think he is an ascending superstar and he will be high in these rankings and other rankings for years to come. I just think it might be a little premature to start putting him in the top 10 uh, of dynasty. Um, I've had him in my top 10, but after his season last year, and you know, there were even times last season, uh, if I'm not mistaken, where he got benched by his coach, things like that. And I think with Miles uh, Bridges, um, is it Miles Bridges? Yeah, yes, Miles Bridges. So with Miles Bridges having this issue, this legal issue, which is nothing to joke about, right? Um, I think that LaMelo will be given tons of opportunity to expand his game, to grow, and also, you know, live up to this, um, live up to the hype that is surrounding him. A big shout out to Dylan Kirkpatrick for checking in, rocking with me. He says Tatum at five is very high. He says Ann at nine, WTF. He isn't even top 20, in my opinion. And, oh, at eight. Yeah. I feel you on that, man. I really do. I really do. So let's go ahead and get back to the list. So we got LaMelo at seven, and then number eight is Anthony Edwards. So I I definitely feel you on that, Dylan, that maybe that is a little high for Anthony Edwards, but I really like Anthony Edwards' uh, potential in Dynasty. I think that Right now, him being such a young pup that he maybe hasn't had a chance to be consistent, but he's shown in short clips that he is able to like take over a game and put up big time numbers, 30, 40 point games. So for me, I don't know if I agree with eight, but I do think he should be in the top uh, 15 maybe. After Anthony Edwards, we have Joel Embiid. Now, Joel Embiid goes at number nine. I think Joel here at nine is maybe a little low. I, you know, I know that we've had uh, a history of Joel being injured. I know that Joel hasn't been the healthiest player. But last season, he was pretty healthy. And he also had an MVP caliber season. So if Jokic is number one, MVP the last couple of years. Giannis is number two MVP before that. And, and now Embiid, who is a candidate, is not even in the top, you know, five. I think that might be a little off. So I would actually move Embiid up there a little bit. The next one is where it really gets interesting. We have, we have Tyrese Halliburton at number 10. Tyrese Halliburton at number 10. So for me... I get it. I totally get it in terms of um, this being a dynasty 
rankings segment and we're talking about the future and what i always say with dynasty guys is never look at your dynasty team with the year in mind or with 10 years in mind right so you can't look at just the short term like i'm not drafting lebron in a startup dynasty league i'm just not like he would have to drop to like pick 40 for me to pick him right same thing about the the size of the window don't go too far. Don't start thinking about Tyrese Halliburton 10 years from now. I would look at about three to four years. That's my window. It's like, what is what is this team going to do? What is this player going to do in the next three years? And a player like Tyrese Halliburton, although I believe um, this is a, a decent argument to make him number 10, I think it might be high. And I understand that there are a lot of changes happening in Indiana, and he could have the ball in his hands a lot, but I think number 10 is, is a stretch. Okay. Um, next up we have at number 11, DeJounte Murray. Now DeJounte Murray was recently traded to the Atlanta Hawks. With that said, I believe his fantasy numbers are going to take a hit. Um, I don't know if he was higher on their rankings before the trade, but after the trade, him being uh, right at the edge of the top 10 is still a little too high for me. Uh, I would look at DeJounte maybe as a top 25 dynasty player. Uh, definitely not uh, number 11. And then at number 12, we have my man, John Morant. Now, I think John Morant needs to be higher on this list. Like, you see, I got the, the, the Grizzlies in the back. So I am a huge John Morant fan. But this is not just based on the fact that he's the most electric player in the NBA right now. He's box office, the one of the biggest stars in the NBA. What I do think in fantasy is when he's healthy, and we've had we had some injury with him, uh, concerns with him over the years. Last year in particular, I drafted him in a lot of places and got burned uh, in the fantasy playoffs and, and lost a couple championships because of it. I think for dynasty though. Like, this is the kind of guy you, when we talk about a three-year window, like, in the next three years, think, like, Russell Westbrook, Allen Iverson. You know, what I always say, if Kobe Bryant, right, and um, and Allen Iverson had a baby and Russell Westbrook was, you know, was the coach, like, he is, like, a one of the most aggressive players that I've ever seen like he attacks the rim with such fury that it, it has to translate into dynasty value and I think this is way too low for him I would actually put him closer to I would put him in the top 10 definitely I would definitely put him higher than the uh than Tyrese Halliburton I would probably put him higher than LaMelo and I'd probably put him higher than um well, maybe not Joel, but definitely uh, Tyrese Halliburton. That's a little crazy to me. Um, next up, and we're going to move through this a little bit right now. Um, we're looking at like we're trending towards a 30-minute program. I want to keep this maybe to 25, so I'm going to lease the top 25 for you. So next up, we have at number 13, Shea Gildress Alexander, SGA. I would put him a little higher. I love SGA. I think he has so much potential. I think he is a star who just needs to get the other pieces around him for us to fully appreciate his greatness. Yes, he's in a really small market. Yes, 
it's a very young team that's build uh, rebuilding right now, tearing it down and 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 you know stocking up on draft picks, getting a lot of young talent. They have Josh Giddy, just a whole bunch of young players. They just drafted Chet Holmgren. It's it's, it's a great future, um, and I do think he he might very well be the brightest star there. Um, so I would definitely move him up. The, the issue that I have with SGA is that sometimes they sit him because they're you know they're tanking and that and that sucks but other than that i think he long term he's going to be a great fantasy asset number 14 is donovan mitchell not crazy about donovan mitchell in life give me a second guys that might have came across harsh but yeah i'm i'm not i'm not about donovan mitchell in life in fantasy nothing i i, I would nothing to do with it why um I've never been I, I've never been a big Donovan Mitchell fantasy guy. He's always ranked higher. I always pass on him and I grab the Zach Levines and other people because he just it just doesn't work for me. I think you either get really, really good from him or you get sour, sour bread, dough bread. It's it's not good. And I think for me, him being here at what is it, 14? I think that's too high. Number 15 is Cade Cunningham. I think this is a stretch too. Like Cade Cunningham had an okay rookie season. Um, I don't know if I would put him above Evan Mobley, let alone in the top 20 this high. But I, I understand why, because in Dynasty, we're thinking about the future. And his next three years, like I said earlier, could be very, very good. Um, but I'm not sure if I would do that. I, I definitely wouldn't put him above Devin Booker. And Devin Booker is way down here. Um, and we're going to definitely just do the top 25 because I want to make sure that we uh, we don't have a super long episode. So I'll just scroll down to 25. And that's great that we got. There we go. Okay. So Cade Cunningham at 15. Next up, uh, we have Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley, I believe, should be higher than Cade Cunningham, higher than Donovan Mitchell. Wouldn't put him quite up there with SGA, but I think Evan Mobley is going to be a fantasy star. People know that big men don't get the kind of spotlight that wing players or guards get. It's just a fact, right? So, like, Tim Duncan, it, 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 it's not a sexy name. It's not a sexy player. It's not a sexy position, right? Kevin Garnett, you know, all of these power forwards, these bigs, Patrick Ewing, like it's not as sexy as Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, John Moran, LaMelo Ball. So Evan Mobley will be a consistent top 20 fantasy contributor for years to come. Excuse me. For years to come, he's going to get, he's going to be a double, double machine. And on top of that, the boy gets blocks. So I think that Evan Mobley should be higher than Cade Cunningham. And I also think he should be higher than Donovan Mitchell. I'd put him way up. Next up on the list is number 17, James Harden. A lot of people have lost faith in James Harden. And I think, um, you know, I was not one of those people until last season. Uh, and I, honestly, I've been, a, I, I, if you would have asked me two years ago, I would have told you that James Harden is my favorite player. I loved James Harden in Houston. When he got traded to Brooklyn, me as a New York sports fan, you know, a, a former New York sports fan, because I'm over the nets. As a New York sports fan, I remember getting the news that James Harden was coming to Brooklyn. I was on a walk with my wife and my kids 
And I was just like, oh, oh, like it was the biggest deal. I was like, championships, yes, finally. Like I was literally there when they were building the Barclays Center. Like I was there, man. Like I used to ride my bike up Flatbush all the way to Atlantic. Like I know that sacred ground. So him leaving and him declining, I'm kind of off the James Harden wave now. So 17 here is high. I, there are a couple people we're going to talk about that I would put higher, including, again, Devin Booker, who is gracing the cover of NBA 2K this year. So 17 is hard. And next is Bam Adebayo. I love Bam. Bam actually uh, is from the area where I went to high school, so I have that kind of support for him. But also, I think just on paper, he is a great, great fantasy player. He's going to get you rebounds. He's going to get you blocks, assists, and points. I think that he's the type of player that at his age, he's a young guy that he's going to be around for a while. So I would have him a little higher than this. Number 19 is Steph Curry. Again, uh, like I think this is connected to his age because he's older. So I'm okay with him being 19, but I definitely wouldn't have James Harden above him. So if James Harden is 17, I would have uh Steph Curry 16 or 17 you know I would swap them out I would easily put them higher and then at number 20 is Devin Booker I would put Devin Booker all the way up to at least spot 14 or 13 he's above Donovan Mitchell Cade Cunningham Evan Mobley James Harden all of these guys and I think that Devin Booker's uh, value has been compromised a bit because of um Chris Paul and but not much, right? He's still going to have those huge games where he explodes and goes for 40 and 50. People forget that this man scored over 70 points in a game. 70. Like, he is no joke. He is the closest thing that we've seen to Kobe, a lot of people say. Like, his fury, his Mamba mentality. I love Devin Booker. Um, At number 21 is Kevin Durant. I would even move Kevin. I, I would take Kevin Durant before... Harden and Curry in in Dynasty, honestly, you know, and again, all of these guys are in their mid thirties. They don't have much time left. But like I said, if I if I could get three years of high 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 production from KD, Steph Curry, or James Harden, I'm taking them because their you know high level performance will probably double and triple someone who has potential high-level performance, like an Evan Mobley or a Kate Cunningham. So you could have Curry putting in, you know, 40 points a night, let's say 40 fantasy points a night, and Cade might be doing 25 consistently. Cade might not get to that 40 until two or three years from now, where you can get it now if you're trying to chase a championship. So I'm not mad at uh, Kevin Durant here, but I would actually uh, move him up a little bit. Number 22, Jaron Jackson Jr., with his injury, and his consistent history of injury, we got to start thinking about lowering uh, Triple J on this list. Jaron Jackson Jr. has been consistently hurt, like consistently. I have him on a, in a lot of spots. I, dra- I I traded for him, drafted him. I got him in a lot of my dynasty leagues. But I'm starting to get concerned. And this season is arguably the most concerning because he's coming off of a year where he was he led the league in blocks. You know, he had a big, big big season and now to come back and now he's going to be out it it, it kind of sucks so I'm, i might be out on him 
Uh, number 23, Zach Levine. I talked about him earlier. I love Zach Levine. I would definitely take Zach Levine before Jaron Jackson Jr. in Dynasty. I would take him before... Yeah, that's about it. I, oh, I would definitely take him before Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell would be like in the tw- in the 20s right now for me. Like, I'm, I'm not even going there. Dylan says... I like Tyrese at 10. That's good. Like, I, you know what, Dylan? I'm not mad at that. Dylan says, I like Tyrese at 10. I like that one. I like that one. Because you know what? The thing about um, the thing about Tyrese Maxey is that he is like one of those people that are not valued as much in fantasy sports because he's you know, he's in the shadow of two giants, James Harden, Joel Embiid, but his performance, like people think he's a waiver wire guy. He is not a waiver wire guy. He is like an elite talent. So I don't know if I would have him 10 in dynasty, but I definitely think that he is a valuable, valuable um, fantasy uh, asset. All right, let's move along. We're almost done. So we got Zach Levine at 23. Again, I love Zach Levine there. I would take him way before Donovan Mitchell. Number 24, Jimmy Butler. I want no parts of Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is like the Donovan Mitchell to me. Uh, First of all, Jimmy Butler is older. So I I don't want an older guy who's always out, right? So Jimmy is literally injured every year. Like every year he's out for something, something. And I just can't. In the playoffs? As an NBA fan, I love Jimmy Buckets. I love him. Like, I love Jimmy Buckets. In the playoffs, fantasy, I want nothing to do with that man. Like, nothing. Like, I I, I would, to- I, I stay away from him at all costs. I drafted him, like, when he played for Philly. Like, I would draft him back then. I was drafting him. Since he got to Miami, I want no parts of Jimmy Butler in fantasy, especially Dynasty. Get out of here. And our last one, I'm so glad, is my man, Zion Williamson. I think Zion at 25 is way too low. I would put him above all of the old guys. So he would be above Harden. He would be above Curry. He would be above Durant. He would be above Jimmy Butler. Now, I would definitely put him above Donovan Mitchell as well, as well as the rookies, Cade Cunt, or last year's Rookies, the second-year players, Cade Cunningham and Evan Mobley. I don't know if I would move him past SGA. So I'd probably have him in that area. I would definitely take him before DeJounte Murray and Tyrese Halliburton. Um, He'd probably be in my top 15 if I was uh, drafting today. And, um, you know, he was one of the guys. That's where I would take him, probably in the top 15. So that's the top 25, guys. I'm, I'm super hyped about doing more lives. Um, You know, it's been a while since I've done one, but I'm going to continue to pump out the shorts. We just had our first million view video. Big shout out to Zion Williamson, which is a little clip of him with some music that we did on shorts. Also, uh, the, the channel on YouTube is growing. Please make sure you do me a big favor. Stop by Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Also, if you don't mind, take some time to follow us on TikTok Instagram and Twitter at Game Pick Podcast. And don't forget, play the waivers, set your lineups, and follow Game Pick, your freaking fantasy nerd.